0: That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly, it's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. What's going on everyone? Welcome to another edition of Full Press Blackhawks. I'm your host Brandon Fryer. It was a tough loss for the Blackhawks. We're going to recap their home opener loss to the Las Vegas Golden Knights. We're going to break down everything in that. We're going to also recap Connor Bedard, his game in this one too. And we're also going to preview their upcoming home game. They're now back in that home stretch now against the Boston Bruins. But first, Let's get into this game. You know, we're going to break it down period by period. Now, I have to say this right in the first period of this Chicago Blackhawks, Las Vegas Golden Knights game that the Blackhawks did address two kind of concerns that I felt. One was power play and another, which I did on my last episode, pretty much saying was the pressure getting to Connor Bedard. Now, first Play of the game. The goal was a power play goal from Connor Bedard that leaded 1-0 for the Blackhawks, assisted by Taylor Hall. You love to see it right now. It was just too much space. Too much space that they gave him right there. You can't give a player like him too much space. And now he scored on that one. He kind of released some pressure off. I feel like every goal he scores, the more and more he gets used to it, the pressure becomes less and less for him. I mean, he's still going to get all the attention along the way. If you go to NHL right now, honestly, when it comes to Connor kind of Bedard, it's still going to lead with him. So regardless of they win lose, he's the star that they want. But a goal scored by him. Then after that... The Las Vegas Golden Knights did respond, tying it up one-to-one in the first period. Then the Las Vegas Golden Knights did take the lead, make it 2-1. But Reese Johnson, assisted by Connor Murphy in that one, tied it up 2-2 in the second period. Now, going into the third That's where it kind of got out of hand because after that, I mean, it was just scoring after scoring after scoring three goals in the third period. It was just disastrous for them. I mean, at the end, you know, the goal was scored by Corey Perry, but at that time it was five to three. They couldn't respond to the three goals that was scored in the third period. It looked like Las Vegas just turned it up in that third period and it definitely hurt them. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. in that game now to really get into this game to see what were some of the keys and takeaways from this game the first one we have to talk about kind of a dart number one scoring on the power play was key for him actually being the home opener and he scores the first game kind of got that monkey off his back he scored home opener he probably won't hear no questions about that that was awesome so you love that overall looking at his stat line right now he had Two shots on the goal right now during that time. Played about a little bit over 17 minutes on the ice right now. He did get a goal in that one, which we saw the first goal of the game. And it was a power play goal, which you definitely love to see in that one. That's a thing that I really love to see. And then Conor Bedard talking about it during that time. post gang was like just playing and scoring his first goal at United Center. He said it was an electric crowd. It was a lot of fun. To play in front of them. He goes on to say right after that, he was like, just all the attention he's been getting right now. You know, I asked him, like, is the pressure getting to him? Is it really kind of weighing on him? Because like when he didn't get no shots on goal, that was kind of like telling like, man, is the pressure really mounting to him? Is it starting to be too much for him? But look, he said, honestly, he was like, it's been pretty wild. Ever since before campus, it's been crazy, but it's not something I look at as a negative at all. I am very grateful to be in the position that I am. And there's very f- few people that get that opportunity. So that's something to take note in this one. So you do love to see that. So that does help along the way. But look. Connor Bedard scoring 90 seconds into the game on a power play was just awesome. And that's probably going to be a highlight reel in his career. When they mention Connor Bedard's career, it probably be that home opener that he scored right away in front of the UC fans. You're gonna love that one. So I do like that game, and the celebration was amazing after he scored. It felt like it was a playoff game. You could just hear it through the TV during that time. Now, another thing that was very interesting, which the Blackhawks continue to struggle at, which we will look at the stats in that one, was that Connor Bedard won the opening faceoff. And it was a huge eruption for that because they've been kind of bad on the faceoffs right now. They've been losing a lot. So that helped. So that does help this team overall. Now, during this time, I have to mention that when it comes to the power plays, we did mention that Connor Bedard did score one. They had five chances at that one. So they were one in five, 20%. That does help. You got to take more chances that so I mean, but you take that as a positive step, especially after that tough road trip. You got to like that because they just been kind of horrible on power plays. Now the Blackhawks, only committed four penalties in the first period and had a total of five during that time. So that was something that you wanna take away of. Now, the Blackhawks did kill off all three of the five penalties during that time. I have to talk about Reese Johnson. He was the other one that I felt like deserves a little start down the line with him getting back into the lineup, scoring a goal, his first goal of the season. That was awesome to see. And I love the fact, you know, Connor Murphy right now is really stepping up, really being that enforcer, the captain, the veteran leader. So you have to love that overall. Now the Blackhawks right now had 18 giveaways. Okay. So If you're looking at that right now, they're ranked 19th overall in that category. Their puck management is getting really sloppy right now. And you can't do that to a team like the Las Vegas Golden Knights. They will capitalize on that opportunity. One other thing I think of taking note during this game was Taylor Hall. He did go to the locker room midway through the second period. Now, he did come back, so that was kind of like... Oh, thank you. Because one thing about him, I feel like he's going to be injury prone a lot. He's going to I know hockey is a tough sport, but he's the one I worry about, especially being a little bit older. He's already got knocked out for a concussion protocol. You just hope it just don't become the story of this season because they need a player like him. Perry Felino. you need those players to kind of step up. Now, let's look at the stats overall between the Chicago Blackhawks and the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Now, here's the thing. Shots on goal. Both of them were tied at 24 apiece. The faceoff percentage right now, the Las Vegas Golden Knights had 57.6, while the Blackhawks had 42.8. They're getting a little better. They're getting a little better. That's how you got to take it. Penalty minutes, both of them were tied at 10 apiece. Hits, the Las Vegas Golden Knights had 21. The Blackhawks had 16. Blocks: eighteen the Blackhawks and 16 for the Las Vegas Golden Knights and the save percentage 0.792 for the Blackhawks and 0.875 for the Las Vegas Golden Knights now one thing we definitely got to highlight I was just telling you about you know the goalie situation I thought that was gonna be the key coming in but Soderblom who's been kind of good Soderblom has been hot right now I feel it was pretty solid he was fine for the most part But I think once that third period came in, it was just lights out for him. So it it was just sad on that one. Hopefully it's not just a a tripling effect, and then that is the case down the line. Because if that is the case, it's gonna be pretty tough for this Blackhawks team overall. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice Now, as we look ahead to their next matchup against the Boston Bruins. Now, they got a home stretch against this team, so this is going to be kind of tough overall for this team heading into them. This is a team that beat them prior this time. Now, look, the Boston Bruins, as of right now, before they play them, they are on a current four-game winning streak. They already won them, beat them once. They're 4-0 currently as the recording of this podcast. Now, the Blackhawks are 2-4. and four. So with that being said, this is going to be a tough Tuesday matchup overall. Now, as we look at the stats, currently the Blackhawks are currently ranked 27th overall when it comes to scoring points, averaging 2.3, while the Boston Bruins right now are 12th overall, averaging 3.3. Now, Another thing that's been helping, the Blackhawks are in the middle of the pack when it comes to goals allowed, which that helps. They're currently 18th overall, averaging and allowing 2.8 goals. But look, the Boston Bruins are no joke themselves right now. They're currently ranked first overall. It's the reason why they're undefeated right now. They've been only allowing and giving up 1.5 goals a game, which puts the Boston Bruins right now... Fourth overall in the league when it comes to point differential. So that definitely helps. Now the power play is something that really be intrigued with right now. The Blackhawks are currently still struggling with that. Currently ranked 28th overall on power plays. But they took a nice step in the right direction yesterday. You just hope they can build off that. Now... The Boston Bruins right now are currently ranked twelfth overall in the NHL in that category. Now, when it comes to saves, that's where the Boston Bruins, their goaltend, has been pretty good. They're first overall. They don't give up too many goals, while the Blackhawks are currently ranked twelfth overall in that category. They're going to have to step it up. They're going to have to do a little bit more than they did the last previous game. They're going to have to score more goals. Hopefully, the goal of Conor Bedard does help. Hopefully, you see more step up from maybe Perry and Taylor Hall and Felino. If the veterans can step up and score some points in this game and kind of ease off the pressure right now of the likes of Conor Bedard. Maybe Anton Nassiu can step it up a little bit. You're going to need more scoring from these certain players that are there for that opportunity. It's going to be a very interesting game. I'm going to be tuning in, and we're going to be breaking it down, recapping that Blackhawks Boston Bruins game, and give you my recap of the game. We're always going to talk about how kind of Bedard did in this game, and anything else that stands out when it comes to the Blackhawks. Because, I'm not going to lie, they're in for a tough win against the Boston Bruins. This, this is going to be tough. To play like an undefeated team right now in the Las Vegas Golden Knights and then going in to be playing the Boston Bruins right after that, it's going to be tough. They just had a tough stretch of games, and they just got to hold it in and hope that the losing don't keep happening and becomes a habit. If they can continue to fight, steal some games along the way, then this team can be something to watch. This has been another episode of Full Press Blackhawks. I'm your host, Brandon Fryer, and I'll talk to you guys next time. Peace.